What's going on, family? Happy Wednesday, and welcome to another edition of The Faction Quick Hits. I'm your man, GB Gerard Bonner, and I hope you guys are doing well. Hope you have had a fantastic week so far. Uh, We're right smack in the middle of the week, and, you know, I don't know if it's you or me, but on one hand, it seems like the days are moving fast. On another hand, it seems like things are just being long. I don't know. Either way, it's good to be back with you guys for sure. Shout out to everyone who joins us on social media at The Faction Show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Hope you are following us there. If you're not, go ahead and click that follow button today. Also, a big shout out to everyone who is subscribed to our podcast, wherever it is that you're checking us out. Thank you so much. And do us a favor. Go ahead and rate this podcast and leave a comment for us as well. It lets all of these streaming platforms know what you think about the faction and lets others know as well. All right. There's a lot of wrestling news to get into. Let's start with Monday Night Raw and the ratings for this episode of Monday Night Raw. This week's episode of Monday Night Raw drew an average of 1.778 million viewers. That is up from last week's 1.69 million viewers, which is about an increase of 88,000 viewers. Now, that's a big deal. And it's a big deal because it was a big, big show. It's the go-home show for Survivor Series that featured two title matches, which is pretty extreme. And let's talk about kind of how this looked hour over hour. If you remember, last week, comparing hour one to hour three, they actually lost about 300,000 viewers between hour one and hour three. This time, not so much. They lost only about 140,000 viewers from hour one to hour three. So that retention was definitely significant, and there were great reasons why. An amazing tag title match between the New Day and the Hurt Business that saw the New Day retain their Raw Tag Team Championships, and they'll be headed into the Survivor Series to take on the Street Profits in a first-time-ever match. We don't have too many of those left in pro wrestling these days. On the other side of it, Drew McIntyre regained the WWE Championship by defeating Randy Orton, and this is significant for a few reasons. On one hand, we've not seen a WWE title change happen on Monday Night Raw in nearly five years. It was December of 2015 when Roman Reigns won the WWE Championship on Monday Night Raw. That's the last time that's happened. So that's really, really significant. And if you think back to the Attitude Era days and the like, you would see WWE title matches happen there. I think about, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin regaining the WWE title after King of the Ring 98 against Kane. I think about how 2000 started with Triple H winning the WWE Championship there on Monday Night Raw. Uh, Monday Night Raw certainly was a place where you could see those major kinds of things happen. But that's not been the case in over five years, and it makes you wonder if the WWE should consider more title changes happening on a Raw, considering these days uh, the ratings battles, etc., Etc. Etc. Certainly, it worked uh, as again hour over hour. Hour three this week had nearly two hundred thousand more viewers than hour three of last week, and you could definitely thank a world title match for that. So, congratulations, Drew McIntyre, now a two-time WWE champion, and he goes into Survivor Series to take on. 
Roman Reigns, who is the Universal Champion. So Survivor Series certainly looks to be shaping up to be something of interest for sure, uh, as we see Raw versus SmackDown, champions versus champions, teams versus teams. Um, the women's team has gone through some changes on the Raw side. Uh, of course, we saw two injuries happen for Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke. They're out. In comes Peyton Royce and Lacey Evans. And let me quickly say this. I think breaking up the Iconics made no sense, particularly when you're going to take Peyton Royce and now team her with Lacey Evans. Like, that just doesn't make a lot of sense. But so be it. It is what it is. Uh, we will find out the other two members of the SmackDown women's team happening this Friday on SmackDown. Should be interesting. But the makeups of the team, I think, are very intriguing as it looks like a much younger, uh, hungrier team on the SmackDown side of things. Speaking of the women's movement in WWE, shout out to Becky Lynch. Just to show you how long this year has been, you probably forgot that Becky Lynch was still part of WWE during the first half of the year uh, and was Raw Women's Champion at that. Of course, she relinquished that title in May after the announcement of her pregnancy, and uh, she's been kind of silent on social media and in other places, but uh, this week she has released some new pictures just yesterday, some maternity pictures with her and Seth Rollins, and they look look incredible so uh excited to see what's going to happen with that and uh, i believe the baby is due either toward the end of the year or the top of next year we'll be paying close attention to that congratulations though to becky lynch and to seth rollins one more moment in the women's movement. Of course, in WWE, there's still a lot of talk about the release of Zelina Vega. We've got some more news for you, and certainly you can do with this what you will. But uh, the reason, the official reason for Zelina Vega being fired was what was considered a breach of contract. So we talked before about her on Twitch. We talked about her tweets about unionization, etc., etc. But here's kind of how things go down, and I think this is interesting. As you know, WWE uh, has this new policy on WWE superstars getting income from third-party spaces like Twitch, like YouTube, etc., etc., etc. Well, Zelina, of course, has a phenomenal following on Twitch, and she's just launched an OnlyFans account. We're on there. She's doing a lot in the way of cosplay, lingerie, swimsuit, and more. It's available for a monthly subscription of $30. And here's the word on the street. Well, it's not really the word on the street. It's factual. Zelina Vega was making more money on Twitch than she was at WWE. Let's just consider that for a second. So no wonder you don't give up Twitch. If I'm making more money uh, on Twitch and being able to be in the comfort of my own home versus putting my body on the line, it's almost a no brainer. So for her to give up Twitch and for others to give up Twitch and these other spaces where they are supplementing their income, well, there's something to be said for that. And you've got to think about the potential hit that wrestlers have taken when it comes to income. Again, with no fans being in the arena, that piece of it was definitely a percentage of their income, as is merchandise. And here's what we all know. 
as much as we love online shopping, there's nothing like in the moment being there in person, buying a t-shirt or a piece of merch from your favorite superstar. Think about how that merch component has really, really dwindled for all of these superstars. They were doing three to four live events a week, selling all sorts of merch there on top of what was happening in the online component. You remove the live fan situation for what has now been uh, eight months. That's a significant dip in funds. It's a significant dip in income. And it's one of those questions, quite frankly, that I think every American or every person who has been impacted by this pandemic can understand. It's super simple becomes an issue of finance, right? If you are making less money doing what it is that you're contracted to do, but more money on what you might consider a side hustle, it starts you to ask the question, You know, particularly if your main job is asking you to give up your side hustle. And so in this particular case for Zelina Vega, it was more financially profitable for her to hold on to Twitch Um, for her to continue with this OnlyFans account. WWE, Vince McMahon specifically, felt like it was a breach of contract and released her. It's his option to do, uh, but I will say this, as much as I think Zelina loved being on camera, she's still connected with her fans by way of Twitch and OnlyFans, et cetera, et cetera. Now, the real question will be, will we see her back in a pro wrestling ring? Perhaps it could happen in AEW or Ring of Honor or Impact, but we won't know for another three months because of the 90-day non-compete. And the other piece to consider is what happens to Aleister Black, who also has a significant following on Twitch, which means that it's a financial situation for him. He's not being well utilized in WWE. So I don't know if this is a point where he may ask for a release. As we mentioned earlier, he requested to go to NXT and that request was denied. So I don't know. It's all very interesting, to say the least, what's happening there in WWE. And uh, we'll keep you posted as more news becomes available. But yeah, interestingly enough, Zelina Vega fired because of a breach in contract because of Twitch and OnlyFans. All right, today's Wednesday. That means the Wednesday Night Wars are on the way. And there's a new wrinkle for you in the Wednesday Night War. That would be MLW, the return of Major League Wrestling. We've been talking about this for quite some time. And the restart happens tonight. And it's going to kick off on YouTube or Fubo or any of those particular streaming platforms that will take place beginning at 7 p.m. Eastern tonight. And it will feature a couple of really significant things. It'll be the debut of Leo Rush in MLW. In addition, it's going to feature a title match, which should be fantastic. A big title match involving Davey Boy Smith against Fatu for the World Heavyweight Championship. So check that out at 7 p.m. Eastern on YouTube. Then, of course, 8 p.m. Eastern, you've got AEW Dynamite and NXT. Both of them are shaping up to be pretty big shows. On the NXT side of things, and this is going to be big, Rhea Ripley will challenge Io Shirai for the NXT Women's Championship. That is a takeover caliber match. Plus, we'll be hearing from Finn Balor relative to the future of the NXT Championship. So be on the lookout for that. On the AEW side, AEW Dynamite should be 
pretty intriguing tonight as they will have their own set of title matches. The tag team titles will be on the line as the Young Bucks defend against Top Flight. Orange Cassidy battles Kip Sabian. We'll see the return of Pac as he takes on the Blade. And then a big tag team match that will see the new TNT champion, Darby Allen, team with Cody Rhodes to battle Brian Cage and Ricky Stark. So needless to say, it's going to be a big, big night of wrestling. MLW, NXT, AEW, all happening tonight. So make your plans to check it all out. Definitely, definitely, definitely looking forward to all three of those shows. And we'll be having reports for you on those shows as well. All right. With that said, we're going to get out of here. I definitely hope that you guys are doing well. And I want to hear your thoughts on today's episode and everything that we covered. You can do that, of course, on social media, Instagram, Facebook and Twitter at The Faction Show. And of course, uh, let us know what you'd like for us to talk about or discuss in future episodes. We definitely love to do that. Until next time, it's your man GB representing for my good brothers, Courtney Beard, Brandon Clack, and the fourth horseman, John Murray. Collectively, we're known as The Faction. Have a great day, guys. Solid, my people, here we go.